0: Hello, Wanderers, and welcome to Undertown. At the beginning of this year, Zach and Caitlin took a hiatus, so we decided to invite some of our friends to game with us in D&D 5th edition. Since 2021 was extra hectic as we welcomed two new babies into the Wandering Gamer family, this game is going to take the place of our holiday special. Undertown will run through the rest of the year, and Outlaws will be back on the first Monday of January. Thank you all for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy Undertown. The party are deep in the Forgotten Catacombs, a nightmare dungeon created by the infamous Duke Vile. Duke Vile has created a dungeon that kills every adventurer that tries to enter. The surrounding lands are cursed and desolate, common folk go missing, and reports point to the Forgotten Catacombs. Our party has been underground for days, in the greenish, glowing murk. The farther the party delves, the more the walls glow green, and the faint smell of rot is all around. Waking and sleeping have become muddled as their sanity begins to wane. The party finds themselves in front of a massive reddish door. All right, now we get to find out who our party is for this hiatus game from the Wandering Gamer Network, and we're going to start with our first guest, Ben. Ben, tell us who you're playing.
1: I am playing a tiefling necromancer named Mort.
0: Cool, you want to tell us anything else about Mort? Like, perhaps two items that he carries with him at all times that oh. are maybe relevant? <laughs> yes, Mort has two skeletons that follow him around and do his bidding. Does Mort have a ridiculous character voice that we should all expect, or is it going to sound like you?
1: Darling, darling, yes, of course Mort has a ridiculous character voice. Perfect,
0: alright, great. Uh, what does Mort, Mort wear? Like, what's Mort's everyday adventuring clothes tight black pants and a leather vest all right great uh carl our second guest carl who are who are you playing
2: i'll be playing rolf soa son of a shepherd i'm a variant human ranger Uh, my combat priority will be around a bow and i do not like monstrosities and i was kind of I grew up in a forest region, and so my clothing kind of reflects that with uh, studded leather armor and more woodland camo based things.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Uh, all right, Mandy, tell us all about your character.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, so I am playing Ama Kondrissa. Uh, she'll go by Ama. Uh, she is a barbarian dwarf who was raised by bardic elves. So she thinks she's supposed to be a bard.
0: <laughs> what instrument do you currently have with you right now?
3: Uh, currently, she carries a flute and a lute.
0: Do you have, like, a weapon? Or are you really just like, no, I play the instrument?
3: No, no, she still has a weapon. Okay. Um, I decided to hang on to a great axe. And that's more protection than anything else. Right,
0: yeah, because normally you'd rely on your, spells that, your uh, songs that don't do anything your spells <laughs> exactly. that don't work. Right.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, Vinny. Was is that axe relative to your body, too? or?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm a dwarf, so I, I assume dwarves <laughs> have great axes that work for them.
4: Vinny, it's all you. It's all me, huh? Okay. Um, so, uh, Carl said his character hates monstrosities. My character's a monstrosity. <laughs> I am playing a hobgoblin blood hunter named Gurus, but he goes by Greg because people find Gerurs very unpronounceable.
0: Uh, tell us, tell us
4: what Gurus looks like. Um, I hadn't gotten that far in character creation. <laughs> <laughs> I just made this character yesterday.
0: I'm going to assume he looks like Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin until you fill in something different.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I'll come up with those details. Great.
0: Well, they can come out naturally as they become relevant to the story. There you go. Uh, All right, Devante, our last guest. Tell us about who you're playing.
1: So I'm playing as Tonk, a goliath from the Northern Mountains, uh, cleric. A Twilight Cleric, to be precise. Yeah, I also had a run-in with some monstrosities at an early age. So, yeah, that that's me.
0: What is, like, a... What is, uh... Is it a Twilight Cleric? What does a Twilight Cleric dress as? Like, what What
1: do the, their clothes look like? I just imagine I'm more goth-like, honestly. Just dark and brooding. Can do you wear, wear guyliner? Like big, giant, like, Jinko
0: yes. jeans with chains <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, chains on them tattoos, black eyeliner. Oh, the whole whole 9, nine yards.
0: Oh, it's so
1: good. <laughs> Wait, what? Black fingernails? You got it. we got to do all Oh, of nice. course.
0: Yep. Yep. I okay, this is a random aside. Uh when I went to church like I was going to like a Sunday school and there was a goth kid that came to Sunday school and I mean in like full goth regalia, but he was still, you know, but he's still his grandparents made him go to Sunday school. <laughs> It was the (laughs) weirdest most odd. We are all just like sitting in these like stuffy chairs flipping through our Bibles and yeah, one kid. Giant pants, black hair, fingernails. Also having to like flip through, you know. Anyways, that's the random aside from me. Alright. All of you have been battling sanity and horrible creatures as you're delving in to the Forgotten Catacombs, which is this famous dungeon that has claimed the lives of every adventurer that's ever gone into it, but is also cursing the lands all around it. Um, after days of exploring, you have found yourselves in front of a massive reddish door.
2: What's everybody doing? I think Rolf's going to probably take a minute to kind of catch his breath, since there's nothing pushing forward right away. Uh, so he's probably just going to kind of sit down and catch his breath against the wall. All
1: right. Uh, as Tunk, I'll go over to him. Are you all right, buddy?
2: Yeah, you know, it's just, we've been here in da- for days, and there's still no end, and just, it never ends. And, dude, I just need a break. I just need a break, man.
3: Could, could you use some healing?
2: You know, I could stand for one of your lovely tunes.
3: I have a great tune. That would be wonderful for healing. Let me just... Give me a second. Um and uh the, my name's Ama. That's my name. Uh Ama pulls out her lute and um she starts uh plucking at one string. She cannot sing. <laughs> and just one string attempts to do healing word because that is what she has seen her adopted parents do. Roll roll a performance check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is happening sooner than I imagined. that's a two nice
3: um that it's that's apt so uh
0: this is very bad (laughs) this is very bad and it's like you're in the bottom of a pretty like this is a very narrow tight area that you've all been stuck in together for a long time and i mean you've been fighting the worst things you can imagine up to this point and you finally just gotten down to this miserable looking door at the bottom of the world and then here comes ama just like la 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 just like <laughs> clanging on one one string as loud as she can it's reverberating it's echoing and i need everyone to make a perception check
4: cody i have a question for you yeah does this rely on hearing
0: it does yes this is a hearing based perfect point okay
3: I'm gonna say that I uh, am not gonna roll that because I'm busy yeah
2: you're busy you're performing yeah that makes sense 16 14 on, on the quick note though too Cody like I think Rolf would like kind of crutch himself up on his bow and go up to Amma and just be like that was really good because like growing up <laughs> in the streets like everybody has to be included <laughs> and like nobody gets left out you're trying not to be rude thanks ama
1: oh I leave. I, I shade have leaves. You just
0: walk off, just start walking back <laughs> up the cave. All right, Vinny, what did you roll on your perception? Even with advantage, I rolled a 10. All right, so I think Carl, you said that you rolled a 16, and by I Carl, did. I mean uh, Rolf. Rolf with a 16, you hear faintly from the door Oh God, make it stop! <laughs> this is the worst! Boo!
2: I think Rolf quickly draws an arrow and knocks it in his bow.
0: You draw an arrow and point it at a solid reddish door. Somebody go open that.
1: Yeah, I I go over to the door. I, I go over to the door and I look at Rolf and give him a nod as I'm about to open it.
2: I nod back.
1: And then I open the door.
0: Great. You throw all of your Goliath strength behind an attempt to open this door and you just feel a very solid thump as your shoulder bumps into the door and it goes nowhere. Is this a pull? Can I do an arcana check? Uh you can do an arcana check, yes. <laughs> I don't think that's getting us anywhere. Um And Tavante, did you say is this a
1: pull? <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
0: All right, Ben, with your Arcana check, you can find out if this door is a pull door or a push door. <laughs> 13. <laughs> it's a magic door. Right. <laughs> you have to do something, hey. and
2: the handle doesn't seem to be something right now. <laughs> Talk. look at the inscriptions on the door. Is there anything that stands out to you?
1: Wait, wait, Cody, can I, can I try casting... Thaumaturgy to see, because if it's an unlocked door, and I cast Thaumaturgy, it'll pop open.
0: Uh, Yeah, but we'll have Devante look at the door closer first. Okay. Alright, Tonk, you wanna try to roll some kind of check on this door? Uh, Yes, can I do
2: Detect Magic?
0: You can. Is Detect Magic a spell? It is. Yes,
2: it's a level 1 spell, at least for rangers.
0: Okay, gotcha. What is the exact uh, text on Detect Magic? Um, You basically see an aura of magic. Uh,
4: on on anything magical, and you can learn the school of magic it's from.
1: Yep.
0: Thank you. Gotcha. Uh, you know what? I'll say this: this is a necromantically magic door. Um, so it's it's red, but it's glowing, kind of a greenish, evil, hateful color, as if the magic on this is vile, Duke vile. <laughs> uh, get out. <laughs> All right, and Ben. Uh, and by Ben I mean Rolf. Rolf, you said you not Rolf. Tonk, Mort. Mort. You keep
3: calling everyone's characters Rolf. I just want you to realize <laughs> no, that no, everyone, like that everyone Rolf. is. Rolf. You, Mort. Definite, you definitely called Devante's character Rolf.
0: No, I didn't. I called him Tonk.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, we are Rolf.
0: Uh, Mort, you said you wanted to try to use thaumaturgy to open the door if it's unlocked. Yep. Okay, you attempt to use thaumaturgy. You reach out with your necromantically necromantic mind. And try to jiggle the handle, and it stays shut. It's locked. Thanks, Mort.
3: Unfortunately, I don't know any unlock spells. Um, so I'll have to take a back seat on this one. I think, fellas. Hey,
1: hey, buddy. Can 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 you let us in? You just hear from inside,
0: <laughs> fools and idiots. <laughs>
4: I mean, do, do you want us to have Amma play again? I would
0: rather
3: die!
4: Amma, that's
3: your cue. Amma is overjoyed to be of assistance and pulls her loot back out and starts strumming two strings. Roll a performance check. <laughs> that is a net one.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. that's what we wanted right <laughs> yeah exactly the voice on the other side of the door goes absolutely <laughs> silent and you just hear like guttural gurgles was that the song of death and there's still a red door
3: <laughs> wait what happens to the door i missed it it's still red in okay. there yeah
0: Well, I don't think he's going to open it for us.
2: Um, Cody, is there any kind of, like, what kind of check would it be to be looking for, just like insignias on the door? Would that be a perception check?
0: Uh, Yeah, we can say a perception check. Uh, I guess
2: Rolf, while he's still trained on the door with the knocked arrow, I'll I'll roll a perception to see if I identify anything on the door itself. Sure. Uh, That'd be a 15. So
0: the red color on the door is not consistent but it's also not lettering it just looks like splotchy and faded um as if it was like haphazardly spread over the door from like i don't know if you've ever painted a wall one color but from different kinds of paint it looks like that so it's not all one exact shade of red it's varying shades of red varying like strokes of red. It's all inconsistent and splotchy and kind of faded. And there's
4: no, like, symbology or anything that a 15 would find? Um... I I, I have a thing I want to do. Okay. So, with my knowledge of Hemacraft, can I go determine if this is blood? This is blood! Okay. I don't even have to
0: roll for that. So, no, there's no letters because it's it's blood. <laughs> so we have to pay a price of blood to enter. Are you asking the door? <laughs> oh, I got this, and he he, he
4: literally like Gorrers is just going to immediately go like um, he's going to do um, what's it called? I'm going to find all my pieces again. Can you
0: like summon blood? Am I about to find out that you can just summon blood? <laughs> no, darlings, I've got a different solution. I pull a vial of blood out of my bag. Oh my gosh, he's
4: already doing—he's already doing this. <laughs> oh, okay. He—he is—he is activating uh, his uh, crimson right. Which uh, basically buffs his weapon until the next rest, and to do that, I have to lose lose HP. Basically, the idea is like he cuts himself and like uses his blood as magic. Oh, cool! And in the process, he's going to like just take his hand and like smear it on the door.
0: Cool! As soon as you do that, the door dissolves. Uh, you all see a large, uh, fairly empty room except for one figure standing in the dead center. It is a spectral knight is the best way that I can describe it. It's a suit of armor that looks fairly pristine, but itself is emitting a glowing green light. And the figure inside of it is withered and sickly and nearly translucent and, um, slimy for lack of a better word.
2: I think Rolf would be in a full draw at this point, And then he would also go ahead and be like, state your name. Who are you? (laughs) What is your name? What is your quest?
0: (laughs) I am a guardian, and you all must die. Such weak adventurers, all of you puny people. It took you forever to figure out to put red on a red door.
2: Wait, we didn't need to use blood?
0: No, you had to use blood. Are you still confused about the blood? Also, which one of you was singing? I would like to pay you to never do so
3: again. (gasps) Fellas, I think I figured it out. This is a harming spell. Uh, And she's going to start playing her lute again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As, As soon as you start playing the, like, it doesn't even have ears. It's just like a, basically a slime covered skull emitting green light. Starts rolling and creaking, its eyes blazing with rage. Please stop! I'm stuck down here for all eternity and I would rather not hear anything than hear you.
3: I think it's working!
0: (laughs) I love Alma so much already.
2: (laughs) Cody, did he say his name? No, he doesn't have a name. (coughs) Or he was just a guardian. Yeah, he's just a guardian. I was like tell us th- Then tell us how to get rid of the curse, and Ammo will stop singing to you. All you have to
0: do is get past me. That can't be hard. He says as he lifts, like, a giant sword and sets it in front of him.
1: Oh, this sounds like a challenge.
0: All right, wait, what's ev- what's everybody doing here?
4: I mean, he said we had to get past him. I'm just going to try to
0: walk past him. Do you just, do you walk, like, straight up to him, or are you just trying to walk, like, adjacent to him? Just walking adjacent. Like, he said we had to get past him. I'm trying to get past him.
2: Okay, what's everyone else doing? An Arcana check. I'm gonna keep my bow trained on him while um, Greg is walking by. All right, we'll do that in one second.
1: I will walk up to him with my warhammer and shield out. So I just I just realized something.
4: I'm, I've started playing Greg already as if he's not very smart. I have a plus two intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my it's my charisma that's really bad. I, I guess no, my wisdom is
2: zero, so I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Just remember, just because Greg has intelligence doesn't mean Vinny doesn't. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Vinny.
3: Uh, uh, my intelligence is a minus one, so as far as I know, this loot is working. <laughs> I'm continuing to play.
0: <laughs> All right, great. Um, So, Ben, roll your arcana check. 25. Ooh. Okay, so you... One, you can tell that this is like a magically summoned spirit, right? It's it's a manifestation of Duke Vile and you can detect like that residual necromantic energy that is causing this suit of armor to be animated with this creature. You also detect a lot more of those in the back part of the room. And like, right as you come to that realization is right when Devante like, squares up, and by Devante I mean Tonk, I'm gonna use character names, Tonk just squares right up with this guardian, and um, Greg walks right across the room, and right when Greg reaches the halfway point, he steps on a metal grate that drops out from underneath of him, and the guardian, Tonk, and Greg all fall into a pit. All of you guys make a... Uh, saving throw, dex. Dex Deck saving throw. Oh, not... No, sorry, not... Not uh not mort mort's fine so is, oh, okay so is rolf so is Amma. <laughs> you just saw
4: your friends fall the, the yeah. two of us that fell okay deck you said deck save yep i got 14 i got a seven
0: awesome you fall into a pit and it, it, it's only about like a six foot drop or let's say seven feet because donk is tall Yes, like Tonka just grab, grab and pull himself up. <laughs> Tom, Tom is just like standing like chest high in the pit like, oh, okay. Um, but more importantly you hear the clanking of metal and on either side of the pit two draw, like, uh, not drawbridges gates. Two gates open and flaming oil starts pouring towards you as the two of you take 1d6 of fire damage you guys both take one fire damage as your heels get a little bit crisp from the hot flaming burning death oil so you, you know you know how I did the thing where I like I like cut
4: myself and I had to lose health I rolled a one on that as well so I've only taken two damage
0: <laughs> <laughs> um oh can you keep that updated in the status spreadsheet by the way oh yeah uh, you can do like
2: slash I like my that. clerics extra crispy
0: <laughs> uh, anyways Um, but as soon as the gate, the gates opened and the fire started pouring across the floor, cutting the room in half, arrows started whistling towards the three of you that are standing, um, on the other side of the room, back towards the door that disintegrated as well as spells. So fireballs and magic missiles are whistling all around as the center of the room begins to catch fire. And now we're in initiative.
3: I got to switch out this D20. That is a six.
1: 15. 13.
0: 15. Nice. Okay. All right. So, Carl. By Carl, I mean Rolf. I'm going to get this right. Rolf, you have your bow, like, pulled and ready as you watch your friends fall into this fiery pit. And you have that immediate, like, oh, no, shoot, my friends. And then you're hit in the face by a fireball, how
4: one d eight of damage. I was gonna say, so it's not, it's not the normal fireball spell.
0: Sorry, it is not the spell <laughs> called fireball. Yeah, because no, that it's... does
4: three d six. That is a <laughs> big, big
2: spell. No,
0: this, is, th- th- these are like, and it does eight damage. Of
2: course, it does. Uh, I think at this point, Rolf would be. Very upset about getting hit in the face with fireball. I'm kind of screaming uh, for the sake of other people <laughs> who live with me. I will not be screaming. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, Tonk.
1: Uh, I climb out of the hole that is to my chest. Uh,
0: which side do you want to climb on?
1: I'll climb out towards the, uh, the person that I was about to fight before. Okay. The- he
0: also got dropped into the fire pit. He was, he oh, was fully okay. a distraction. So you're on the side of wizards and archers, yes. um, which is fine. All right. So you clamber your way up, and the area around you is mostly dark. Can you make me a perception check? I have dark vision. Do you? Ooh. Yes. All right. Never mind. You see high above you two archers firing firing arrows down from, like, a balcony, let's say 10 feet up in the air. And then, like, hidden in recesses in the wall, but, like, way back in the shadows, you can see other, like, spectral figures wearing cloaks and hoods, kind of, like, crouched down and throwing fireballs and lightning and ice.
1: How far away is Rolf from me? Rolf is
0: on the other side of the room. You'd have to jump back across the fire.
1: Okay. I run to him after seeing this. Okay. And can I keep going? Yeah. Yeah. And I give him I give him the eye of the night uh as my action, and I can magically share my dark vision with someone. That's
2: better than what I was gonna do, because I was gonna cast dark vision on myself.
1: There you go. Carl, the room suddenly becomes visible.
0: You can see across from you two skeletons up in a balcony, roughly ten feet high, as well as three wizardy looking specters Hucking fireballs ice and lightning at you guys are the wizards also up high is everything up no high? the wizards are in like little alcoves on like the ground floor okay uh
2: all right now we're at carl thanks tonk um i know as my character is allowed an extra attack cody but i think one of the narrative things that i'd like to be able to do is draw two arrows at a time as an alternative to do two attacks sure
0: i like that I love that. Um, And in this
2: situation, I think I would go ahead, I would kind of undraw, redraw the second arrow, and take let loose the two arrows at the two skeleton shooting arrows. As an archer, I would take pride in taking out my opponent, fellow archer. Gotcha. Because now I can see, thanks to talk. I can see! I can fight! And with that, that is a 16 plus 9 for a 25. That hits. And then I roll a d8, and that would be 8 total, because I get plus 1. Uh, so 8 for each one, narratively.
0: So that's a total of 16? Or are you doing 8 at both archers? 8 at both. Oh, okay, cool. So you see their like, glowing eyes hovering like above their bows as they're like knocking and firing as fast as they can, and two arrows fly perfectly, putting out one eye in each of them.
2: I breathe a sigh of relief, because that was actually a really good shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, and now we are at... Bah, bah, bah. I think, you know something? I went out of order. Yes, you did. Yes, because I, I looked at someone's AC. <laughs> I'm going to say that we're just going to stick with this turn order, and Devonte got an upgraded initiative. We're going to go with uh, Mort. Mort, what you doing? So we've got three spellcasters and alcoves around the room. Mhm.
1: I am going to cast firebolt at one of them. Love it. That's a 21. Was that a 21 to hit? Yeah, 21 to hit. Yeah,
0: that hits. Yeah, that hits.
1: Okay, 2d10 so four, 14 damage.
0: Uh okay, and do you want to shoot that at a fiery wizard, a icy wizard or a lightningy wizard? The icy wizard. Perfect. And how much damage did you say you did? Fourteen. All right. So when you launch that fireball, it's like right as the icy wizard is charging up like a big uh, like shaft of ice to be thrown at you and it hits him. The ice melts and he lights on fire like the like rags of dried and old clothing burst into flame as he's like screaming and flailing his arms around. All right. And we are around to 15.1, which is Greg. So Greg
4: is upset at having been dropped into a pit. He's going to climb out first. Do I need to make a check for that?
0: Um, I'm going to say no.
4: And he is going to use his bonus action to transform into his hybrid form. All right. It's, it's not quite... Like it's it's similar to but not quite the same as Druid's Wild Shape. It's um he still maintains the same AC except, all oh, like he keeps all of his same stats and and his same hit pool or hit uh like, HP pool. Uh and he can still like speak and use armor and use equipment and stuff. Like it's no it's basically he just gets some extra abilities is the idea gotcha. behind it. Okay. And, and his, and his hybrid shape is, uh, a form of a panther.
1: Cool.
0: So a panther leaps out of the fire. Where's that panther going? That panther is going towards. There's a, th- just so you know, there's a fire wizard, a wizard on fire, and a wizard shooting lightning bolts. <laughs> I think he's going to go towards
4: fire wizard because he got hit with fire and he's upset at the fire.
0: Gotcha. All right. Roll, roll me some attack.
4: Yep. And I, I know this sounds goofy, but he's going to swing his Warhammer because I can still use my weapons in this. Is in it this. in your
0: teeth like, uh, like the dog from Dark Souls? No.
4: So it's, it's, it's the, the way the book describes it, it's a, it's a transformation hybrid. So it's more wearable. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 It, i mean it's literally it's literally like an uh, lycanthropy but it's yeah. or lycanthropy, whatever but it's like slightly different than standard you're like, a man yeah, can <laughs> i get it yeah <laughs> yeah basically
0: your wild form
4: a tabaxi i mean but, but larger than a tabaxi <laughs> i'm a he starts off as a hobgoblin <laughs> I, no i am not a Khajiit.
2: <laughs> kajit has wares if you have coin <laughs>
4: um and yeah he's the reason the reason i'm doing this is because he gets bonus. He gets bonus damage for being cat form. Whatever. Uh, See, so yeah, he's gonna swing his warhammer at this thing. The first, whoop! I fell off the table. That is a twenty-two to hit.
0: That hits. Yeah, yeah, that hits.
4: Yeah, to hit. And the second one, because I also have extra attack, is a sixteen.
0: Uh, a sixteen also hits. Yeah.
4: Awesome. So I need this and this. That is sixteen damage. And it's bludgeoning
0: damage. Dang! All right, so I mean, you, you started us at level five. You jump on this f- fireball wielding wizard, and it's trying to like summon a fireball. It's trying to get a spell together, but meanwhile you're just like kitty pawing it to pieces, you know, with and my
2: warhammer. <laughs> with your Warhammer. <laughs> His warhammer is the shape of a kitty paw. Knocked it on
0: its back foot so it's not really able to, like, get a spell together. Uh, alright. The Ice <laughs> Wizard manages to douse the fire that's been annoying him, and throws a big old spear of ice at Mort in retaliation. Oh boy! He misses! Really badly! Like, really badly. It just hits the wall. It does nothing. <laughs> Almost like he's useless. Thanks, NPC. Amma, it's your turn.
3: <laughs> um, okay, so I'm still standing by the door with my loot. What is right in front of me?
0: So right in front of you, there is uh, a channel of fire, roughly like five feet across. You okay. know, like, jump in distance if you need to. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, there's a fire wizard- a wizard that was on fire, and a wizard that has yet to shoot a lightning bolt. And above him, two archers with arrows in their eyes.
3: And then the pit is behind that?
0: No, the pit's in front of that. So when you walk into the room, pit of fire.
3: Oh, wizards, okay. Archers above. <laughs> I understand now. Okay, so technically I get two um, actions, but I'm going to take the first action, Uh, Amma's, like, been just strumming her lute and has been, like, getting progressively more, progressively more anxious and just, like, uh, uh, and then, uh, she is gonna rage from that. And, um, oh, gosh. Uh, so that'll be, I guess, my first action is taking the rage Okay. Um, and I'll take that in place of the attack. Cause I think that kind of like yeah, that makes narratively sense. makes sense. Yeah.
0: So now you're raging.
3: So now I'm raging and I'm going to, uh, jump across that pit and slash at the first wizard that's in front of me. Perfect. With my great ax.
0: I'll say that that is the icy wizard.
3: Okay. All right. So that is a 15.
0: Uh, to hit. Yes. That ties go to the, that hits.
3: Yes. Perfect. Where's my D twelve? <laughs> my poor NPC. Uh, you are straight s- to that. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Sorry. So you no.
0: swing at this yeah, uh, icy wizard who looks charred from being recently on fire, and it just shatters into a cloud and a little puff of smoke. All uh, right, but. Now, uh, from behind you, another wizard steps, electricity crackling from his spectral hands as he gestures towards you and fires a bolt of lightning. Does, mm, no, no, that's, well, does a 10 hit your armor class? No. No. Then he just, uh, a giant thunder crack of lightning tears across the room, outlining you perfectly. I look real cool. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> the archers manage to get it together enough to realize that things are not going well. Each of them fires an arrow. Um, one of them at Ama, the other one at Greg. Okay, does a thirteen hit Ama? Nope. Okay, does a fourteen hit Greg? It would have last turn. Does not this turn? <laughs> <laughs> does and is that just because you're in your Actually, beast no form? Th- ties. Actually, hang on. What well, ties go? Ties go to the attacker. But you said your AC
4: is fifteen, right? Yeah. What'd you say the hit the attack? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. It would have hit me last turn. Does not hit me this turn.
0: So it what what happens is it sticks into your thick pelt and does nothing because your cat like pelt is too too good. And Ama and arrow just skitters off the ground by your feet, and you look up and see archers hastily firing arrows at the. No longer singing Barbarian that just crushed one of the wizards. You know what? Uh, seeing, seeing as our campaign is
4: already kind of kind of goofy and silly, like, I picked Panther because it's, like, serious, strong, sleek animal. No, he's a maincoon. Coon. <laughs> nice, big, fluffy. He's, he's a maincoon.
0: Coon. That would actually be good. It would add extra protection. Yeah, there you go. All right. And now I believe we're at the top of the turn order again with a fire-wielding wizard that's gonna huck another fireball at Carl.
2: Why?
0: Why? Because you doubled, because, like, you landed some great hits. And he really hasn't been distracted, I mean, you know, he's just been in his little alcove hucking fireballs. So we're gonna see how this goes for him. He can try. Oh boy, did he roll a nat 20! You get hit it. in the face with a giant fireball just so... Square in the head, taking 11 damage <laughs> as you're, like, knocked off your feet from the magic. Oh, okay. Um, so just real quick. So Carl sent me a question, and I just want to say it. When you're making a physical type of attack, you add proficiency and the s- necessary stat modifier. So for ranged weapons, that's dex. For um, melee weapons, that's strength. That's to your hit. So proficiency and strength, or proficiency and dex, plus d20 is your to hit. Your damage is whatever dice is associated with the weapon, plus either your strength or dexterity, depending on if it's ranged or melee. Anyways.
4: Yeah. And then one addendum to that. If it's a finesse weapon, like some weapons are labeled as finesse, like a rapier, then you can choose to use your strength or dex, whichever one's better. Then it
0: can be either. And we are around Rolf. We're all, no, we're around to Tonk, because I got the because I got it
2: wrong, and now we're sticking with it. Tonk.
1: ouch, that's got to hurt.
2: <laughs> Tell me about it, man. Like my freaking face.
1: Uh, but but you'll live. I uh I jump up to the uh out uh, to the little place where the archers are up top. I think I can reach that with a, with a little jump and climb.
0: I'm gonna say, make me an athletics check because failing this would be funny. Okay,
1: I'm good at that. Okay, and that is a 19.
0: All right, yeah, you hop up. It's no problem at all, because it's like, you could probably just reach up with one hand and just, like, grab it, you know. All right, so you're on a level with the archers. They turn towards you with arrows sticking out of one of each of their eyes. What do you do?
1: I smile at them very nicely, and I swing my war hammer at one of them. The (laughs) one to the right. All right. You said it was
0: proficiency? proficiency and your strength modifier a to hit.
1: modifier yep so that would be 15
0: to hit that ties go to the attacker so that's a hit yeah and then with a warhammer that's probably either is it a d12 probably? it's a d10 okay then yeah d10 plus your strength modifier eight all right so one of them is knocking an arrow to attempt to like you know fire at you as quickly as possible his bow is knocked asunder as you club into him with your, uh, war Uh, he's still standing, but he looks very bad. All right, Rolf. Your friend is up there fighting
2: archers. Um, uh, then retroactively, retroactively from my turn, add plus five to each archer because I didn't add my decks. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: In that case, uh, Tonk, that one archer you hit, the arrow seems worse now than it did before. Almost like we forgot a rule. <laughs> when you swung at him with the warhammer, it exploded to pieces. They're delayed arrows. The other archer behind it looks very scared. Does, does
4: Rolf have a twenty dex? Yep. Nice.
2: Thanks, variant human. That, that, that is very good for a ranger. You're giving me this look, Cody. Like the variant human. Like I get that broader shoulder look, so I can get that extra bow pull.
0: No. 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 No, I couldn't figure out what 5 plus 8 is. That's what that look was.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Math is hard. (laughs) Math is hard.
0: I was trying to figure out what 5 plus 8 was on the fly, and I can't do that.
2: Uh, All right, Rolf. Um, So with Tonk Tonk taking out that one archer uh, and the other archer isn't bothering me, I'm going to deal with this fire wizard because now he's hit me twice in the face, and now I'm mad.
0: Yeah, you're going to try. But, you know, you got no eyebrows, face is all red. A bad Just don't time. fail too hard. I'm
4: standing kind of next to him.
2: <laughs> How does a 16 to hit plus 9 for a 25 sound?
0: Plus 9. Geez. Uh, that that will hit. Yeah, yeah, that will hit. Yes. Oh, what wait? At times, yes, that will hit.
2: Uh, I feel like
0: my fire wizard's gonna die.
2: So that's gonna be eight plus, because I have the bonus of Colossus Slayer once per turn, I am able to. Uh, make a t- creature take an additional 1d8 if it's below its hit point maximum. So 8 plus The fire
0: wizard is below its hit point maximum, yeah.
2: 5 for another 13. So how much total is that all in all? Like,
0: how much damage did you do?
2: Well, that's 13 on the fire wizard.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. The fire wizard explodes. He is cut in half with
2: arrows a la, um, Princess Mononoke. And then I will use my extra attack for, to take out, try to take out the other archer.
0: Oh, okay. Yep.
2: And that'll be a 17. To hit? That hits. That'll be seven. Seven damage. So, the, the next arrow
0: flies into the other eye socket of the remaining archer. It stumbles around trying to draw an arrow, but you can see, like, green spectral light leaking out from it as it collapses to, like, a soup on the ground and seems to be absorbed into the floor.
2: That's two for Rolf.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, we're around to Mort. Mort, there's an icy wizard left. Wait, there's no lightning r- wizard? There's a lightning wizard and an icy wizard left.
1: <laughs> I am going to cast Firebolt at the lightning wizard.
0: Uh, okay, do you want to use your, your the skeletons that you have with you as well? I'm still standing on the other side of the room. You can like—I haven't forgotten about them. I'm just like on the other side, and I keep them around me for protection. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm a I'm a squishy wizard. <laughs> so if anyone ever comes up and tries to fight you, that's what those guys are for. They're
2: more like shields.
0: Yeah, I I, I
2: haven't forgotten about them.
0: All right, uh, roll me that firebolt. Uh, twenty-five. To hit, it hits. To hit. Yeah. Okay. And do I add anything to, to to spell attacks other than? I believe you would add your intelligence modifier, but we'll we'll check that on the break. Okay. Ten damage, fifteen
1: if we add the intelligence modifier.
0: Okay, we'll say fifteen damage. A uh, fireball crashes into the wizard who has been hucking crackling lightning bolts at Ama. He also bursts into flame. He's like shrieking and flailing as he tries to pat out his like desiccated clothes. The Ice Wizard sees you attacking his friend and is going to hurtle yet another uh, spike of ice at you. Mort doesn't Greg go? Let me let me check. Let me check. Yep, Greg does go. Greg does go cuz I got the initiative wrong. <laughs> Greg, what you do? Uh
4: so the Fire Wizard in front of me is dead, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so what's what's left in the room?
0: There is an ice wizard that is still, uh, like, crouched in an alcove, and then they're now, like, circling around, um, the main part of the room is a wizard trying to, like, throw lightning bolts at Amma, who has just killed the, the other one. Okay, then
4: I will try, I will work on this ice wizard, because he's the closest to me, right? Yeah. Yep, I will go over to the ice wizard, and let's see... I just realized I forgot to add some stats to stuff. <laughs> well, so I have I have the, the fighting style dueling. As long as I'm using a one-handed weapon, which is why I'm using it as, I'm using it not as versatile, I get plus two to the damage, and I forgot to do that last time. Oh, yeah. And then also, I forgot to do, uh, I had done my Crimson Rite before we entered the room, which also adds more damage. So I'm like, I'm forgetting all this damage I have. <laughs> So I'm just trying to get all this stuff together. It's just it's a lot of different pieces to remember to put together.
0: I I understand.
4: Yep. So I am going to swing my warhammer at this ice wizard.
0: All right.
4: Oop! Oh, my dice be falling off the table. Ooh, that's not good. The first one is a ten.
0: Uh, that does not hit.
4: I think Do you have learned- two
0: attacks or just one?
4: I have two. I was trying to. I was thinking of something. We've determined that these wizards hit. Uh, AC is 16, right? No, 14. 15. Yeah, say so 15 or 14. 15. Oh, 14.
0: Sorry, it's 15.
4: It's, it's, if it's 15, I'm going to save face. Save face is a goblin mechanic that if I miss an attack or fail an ability, I can add the number of allies I can see within 30 feet of me with a max of 5.
0: How
2: often can you do that?
4: Wait, there's, four, there's a 4 of a... Wait, what did you say? It was 15 or 14? It is... I have it written down as 14. Okay, then yeah, that's four. There's wait no one, two, three, four. Yeah, there's four allies. I, there's I, there's there's six allies. Two <laughs> bones.
2: Oh yeah, because there's
4: the bone there's the bone boys. Do do, do I count the
0: bone buddies as allies? <laughs> uh, I'll allow it this once, and then we'll think about it harder. <laughs> it, I mean, it's a it's either a four or a five,
4: because a max of plus five. Uh, it's a once once per rest type type deal, so I can add that to gotcha. my to the roll I made. Do it. Alright, so I did that, and so that means it hits. Yep, I like it. And then I have my I have my second attack. That's way better. That is a twenty, not a natural one though. And Okay. I think I've got that. Hear all this dice. Here are all these dice I'm rolling. Uh, so that is Gosh, trying to keep track of all this. That is 28 damage. Because it's, it's my, both attacks hit, each one is 1d8 plus 6, then I also add plus the d6 from the right, it's like, a lot of damage coming at him.
0: Uh, Alright, so that explodes the wizard um, into pieces, like just green kind of glowing shrapnel flies all over the room. And again, starts kind of absorbing into the floor all around you. All right. All that's left is a lightning-wielding wizard, and it is Amma's turn. Amma, there's a wizard blasting lightning bolts at you. Uh,
3: Yeah, I'm going to take my first attack and try to hit him with my great axe. Uh, and I am still raging, so 22.
0: That hits, yes.
3: Perfect.
4: And Cody, I know it doesn't matter. I forgot two damage in there because I forgot I was in my in my hybrid form. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how much. Ma- that's how many different numbers I have to try to track down to figure out. Because like I get an extra damage for being in my feral form. I guess it's like-
0: dead. <laughs> Let it die.
3: Okay, that's fourteen damage.
0: Uh, cool. All right, so you rush up to this wizard that's blasting lightning bolts, and with like the room has started to grow silent as you deliver this final blow, shattering this spectral wizard all across the floor, like green smoke is pooling up all around you. um, Across the fiery moat, Carl and, and by Carl I mean Mort, and by Mort I mean Rolf. Rolf and Mort, alone, on the other side of the room, see a hand reach up from the fiery pit, followed by a giant sword as the champion that was left in the middle of the room crawls out of the oily fire, now himself burning and raging, and starts slowly stomping towards the two of you.
3: Do I see this? Uh,
0: yeah, kind of. Like, I'll say that it'll take you around before you notice this. Uh,
3: okay, because technically I have a second attack, so I was trying to figure out if I could use it. In that case, I just slammed the great axe into the floor. Like, just as a show of strength type of thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, all right, so in the turn order, it's Rolf first. Rolf, you see this thing slowly dragging its way towards you. I told you, you must die. Did you mean Tonk? (laughs) No, okay, so Rolf and Mort are alone on the other side of the fire. They're the only people that see this right away.
2: Uh, so I think at this point, uh, Rolf would do, like- D&D-wise, he'd move away, but narratively, he's going to kind of do, like, a back jump and let off an arrow at the same time type of deal. Gotcha. So I'll go ahead and roll that first arrow during the jump, and that's a 18 to hit. Uh, okay, yeah, that hits, yeah. So I'll roll that. So that's 8 damage there, and then once I land, I'll go ahead and let off another one with my second attack. Gotcha. And that's a 20 dirty to hit. Okay, hits with eight plus six so 14 and then at this point because he should be less than maximum health from the first arrow this second arrow is then a colossus slayer for additional five so we had eight plus eight plus goodness gracious math is hard um, just read out the numbers and I'll tell you what it is. No, the problem was I didn't write the down. <laughs> eight was the first one. And then I rolled a natural eight on the second one, uh, with that would be another six of so 14 plus five. So 19, eight, 27. There we go.
0: You do 27 hit points of damage as the both arrows take him in both of his knees. Um, uh, he buckles and like slumps to the ground but is still crawling towards you using his giant flaming sword as like a crutch to move himself towards the two of you. Mort, what do you do? Can I try to charm person? You know you can, but it's going to be really hard and probably will fail. <laughs> but you can try. I'm going to try to charm person. All right, go for it. It's going to make a wisdom saving throw, so I just roll and... Well, no, so is it a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, it's a wisdom saving throw. What is your wizard saving throw thing that I have to make? Spell saving DC? Yeah. 14 oh dook. Okay, so here's what happens. Go-, go ahead and play this out.
1: So it's just like skeleton crawling towards us with the flaming sword.
0: Yeah. Do you really need the sword? Uh, The skeleton pauses. It's like what's left of its ghostly flesh kind of like burning away, its armor now breaking apart. And it goes, no, I guess I don't. But you certainly will. And it pushes the sword over towards you. And then kind of like starts to it like reels back towards the pit and falls into the fire. And you just see like a poof of greed as the fire in the center of the room goes out, and you're left with a sword in front of you. Do an Arcana check on the sword? Gotcha.
1: Uh, 26.
0: It's a magic sword. Yeah, that sword's magic. Um, you know, I don't... I just want to say, I don't play Kingdom Hearts. It's a keyblade. It's a blade that's going to be used as a key.
1: (laughs) I accept
2: this. I think at this point, Rolf would go join Mort, kind of looking at the sword, maybe picking it up.
1: Have fun with it. It's a little uh, heavier than I like.
2: Yeah, what kind of, is this? Like a how big is this sword? Like would it be a car- uh, sword that Tomp could wield normally, or a sword that the rest of us could wield normally?
0: It would be like considered a great sword and would do like a great sword's worth of damage. Um, the Magicness of it comes from the fact that there's a door on the other side of the room. <laughs> it, it, it's like a keyblade kind of situation, you know.
2: Well, in that situation, Rolf would probably not be able to lift it and would call over for Tonk to come pick it up with his giant body and frame. Tonk, come get this sword. It's too heavy.
1: What? I turn around and look down. All right, uh, and then I, I jump down.
2: And like Rolf is struggling to lift the sword. <laughs>
0: Tonk, there's a big old sword.
2: Uh, puny person. <laughs> I just kinda like give him a punch in the arm that doesn't face him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I attempt to pick up the sword.
2: Uh, yeah, you're able to
1: lift it. I throw it over one shoulder, um, and I look at Rolf, and I cast some healing worries on him to try to help him, cause he's looking a little beat up. Yeah, my
2: eyebrows are a little singed.
1: Something happened to your eyebrows, little one. Your face is all messed up.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna need to go like drown my face in some water after this.
1: Um, and I think that is one D four of healing.
2: Uh, yeah, if you're casting at level one, I think.
1: Yeah, you don't deserve much more than that. Ouch! So that should be six. That it's nice. not my spell attack bonus, right? That is not what I'm using.
4: It would be. Well, what do you What do you use to cast your spells? Should be charisma, yes. I think.
1: No, uh, oh. yes, cleric... I, yeah, I, 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 Wisdom? No, clerics,
4: I think, are... Wisdom?
1: Wisdom. Wisdom casters? Yeah. Oh, What's your six. wisdom modifier? So, yeah, it is six. Okay, six, final answer.
2: Nice. Do my eyebrows grow back in at this point, or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just full Lex Luthor. My hair. My beautiful hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just just to confirm, all
0: these... All these Enemies were spectral and disappeared when we... They, yeah, like, finished. turned okay. to like, a green mist and were absorbed into the ground.
2: And the oil fire in the middle that the last specter kind of heated himself back into? That's burnt out now, yeah. So we can cross. Yep. Okay.
1: So I head over to the door with this keyblade in my hand.
0: Great. Uh, There is a very sword-shaped hole in the
1: door. All right. Uh, well, I just put it right in, yeah.
0: Uh, when you, like, stab the sword in, the door mechanically just kind of, like, unmakes itself in front of you, so bits of it swing out like clockwork as a opening, uh, an opening appears in front of you, just leading into a long hallway.
1: Well, are you guys ready to go?
2: Lead on!
3: Is everyone all healed up?
2: I think I'll be alright.
3: Are you sure? I could try again.
2: Uh, you know, maybe it might just be best to get to the end of this, and then we can all go out to the, the the pub and get a nice drink. And then you can sing there. For everyone.
3: That sounds like a splendid idea.
2: Tonk, lead the way. What? what? Ugh, fine. Alright,
1: I start walking through the hallway.
0: Alright, you make your way through the hallway. The last thing any of you remember hearing in this world is the faint tink of a tripwire, and then rumbling as you all look up and see boulders falling towards your head. You all awaken on a gloomy road. You feel yourselves kind of pulling out of a faint mist that hovers around the ground. All around you, it is a kind of ghastly and gloomy night. You can see open sky above you, which is a marked difference from the claustrophobic caves that you have been used to. Stretching out uh, in either direction around you is just a simple road. Far off in the swirling murk, you see a ghastly green glow of a lantern bobbing towards you on the top of a stick. That is where we will end.
1: I gotta make sure to look out for troop wires next time.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Undertown. The music for this show was Action Epic by Kimiku and can be found at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. If you like the show, you can check out more at our website or on Podbean and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us streaming on Tuesday nights at wandering underscore gamers on Twitch. Until next time, be careful wandering the Undertown.